The epistle to be read for the sixth Sunday after Pentecost is taken from St. Paul's epistle to the Romans, chapter 6. Brethren, all we who are baptized in Christ Jesus are baptized in his death, for we are buried together with him by baptism unto death, that as Christ is risen from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we also may walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin may be destroyed to the end that we may serve sin no longer. For he that is dead is justified from sin. Now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall live also together with Christ. Knowing that Christ, rising from again from the dead, dieth now no more, death shall no more have dominion over him. For in that he died to sin, he died once, but in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. So do you also reckon that you are dead indeed to sin, but alive unto God in Christ Jesus our Lord. In the Holy Gospel, it is taken from the Gospel of St. Mark, chapter 8. At that time, when there was a great multitude with Jesus, and they had nothing to eat, calling his disciples together, he saith to them, I have compassion on the multitude. For behold, they have now been with me three days and have nothing to eat. And if I shall send them away fasting to their home, they will faint in the way, for some, have the, some of them came from afar off. And his disciples answered him, From whence can anyone fill them here with bread in the wilderness? And he asked them, How many loaves have ye? Who said, Seven. And he commanded the crowd to sit down on the ground, and taking the seven loaves, giving thanks, he broke and gave to his disciples, and he set before them. And they set them before the people. And they had a few little fishes, and he blessed them and commanded them to be set before them. And they did eat and were filled, and they took up what was left of the fragments, seven baskets. And they that had eaten were about 4,000, and he sent them away. Thus far the words of today's Holy Gospel. Brethren, all we who are baptized in Christ Jesus are baptized in his death. For we are buried together with him by baptism unto death, that as Christ is risen from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we also walk in the newness of life. Words taken from today's epistle, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. My dear friends, I would like to begin by telling you a true story about an elderly Catholic man, a young Jewish man, and the sacrament of baptism. The story took place in Germany many years ago and is recorded by a certain Franciscan priest. The elderly Catholic man was a cobbler who used to sit in front of the door of his little cottage and go about his work repairing and making shoes. And as he worked, he was usually humming or singing Catholic hymns or sometimes happy folk songs. Now, on one particular day, a young Jewish man happened to pass by the cottage of the old cobbler. He could hear the cobbler singing to himself, and he took note how cheerful he was at his work. 
This continued each time he happened to make his way down the street of the village and pass by the cobbler's cottage. Finally, the Jewish man stopped and approached the old cobbler. My friend, he said, you always seem exceedingly happy. I am, smiled the cobbler as he looked up from his work and towards his visitor. I have a good reason to be happy. In his curiosity, the young Jewish man asked him to share the reason with him. I am the king's son, replied the cobbler. Now please know that at this time, Germany was ruled by a king, a monarch. Thus, in response, the Jewish man gave a kind of faint smile, but said nothing as he turned and walked away. But as he walked away, as he himself would later confess, he thought the cobbler was out of his mind, was a kind of lunatic. A few days later, the same Jewish man walked past the familiar cottage. And there was the old man working on a pair of shoes while singing and and humming away. Unable to restrain himself, the young Jew cried out in a tone of sarcasm, Good morning, your royal highness. Good morning, said the cobbler, who took note of the sarcastic remark. Perhaps, the cobbler continued, You do not think that I am truly the son of the king. Let me explain to you what I mean. As a Catholic, and thus a true Christian, I was baptized as a child. And by the sacrament of baptism, I became an adopted child of the King of Heaven. Now the Jewish man began to listen to these words and to all that the cobbler had to say. And the story concludes that he too was later baptized and became an adopted son of the king. Now in today's epistle, St. Paul writes, All we who are baptized in Christ Jesus are baptized in his death. For we are buried together, St. Paul says, with him by baptism unto death. That is, Christ is risen from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we also walk in the newness of life. To understand, my dear friends, these words of the Apostle, you have to understand that in the ancient church, the sacrament of baptism was generally administered by a full immersion of one's body into water. 
while saying the words, I baptize thee in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Now, since the 12th century, baptism in the Roman Rite is administered by infusion. That is, the pouring of water over one's head while saying those same words. But the manner of baptism, baptizing by immersion, quite aptly represented the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. The complete plunge into the water then was the image of Christ's death and burial and of the Christian's death to sin. While the immersion from the water signified the resurrection of Christ and the Christian's birth into the new spiritual life of sanctifying grace. A certain Dominican theologian of the early 20th century put it this way, commenting on these words of St. Paul. As Christ died and was buried only to be raised from the dead, so we are immersed in the waters of baptism only to emerge and rise to the spiritual life of sanctifying grace and to continue in that new life as Christ continues in his glorious risen life. When we were baptized, my dear friends, original sin was washed away from our souls and sanctifying grace was infused into our souls. And if we were baptized as adults, not only was original sin removed, but also any actual sins, both mortal and venial, as well as all temporal punishment due to sin. By the sacrament of baptism, then, all sin and punishment due to sin are removed from the soul. A spiritual mark is imprinted upon the soul. Sanctifying grace is infused into the soul. And by this grace, we become adopted children of God and heirs to the kingdom of heaven even as we become actual members of the Catholic Church, the kingdom of Christ on earth, the only church established by our Lord Jesus Christ for eternal salvation. Now I say actual members of the church, since in most extraordinary cases, such as adult converts to the faith who through no fault of their own should die before receiving the sacrament of baptism <clears throat> according to the code of canon law they are to receive the full burial rites of the church including a requiem mass since they are presumed to be joined to the church by desire 
and intention. In fact, the Roman Catechism, better known as the Catechism of the Council of Trent, which was first promulgated by Pope St. Pius V as the Catechism of the Catholic Church, expressly states that should any unforeseen accident make it impossible for adults to be washed in the salutary waters, their intention and determination to receive baptism and their repentance for past sins will avail them to grace and righteousness. But when we were baptized, we became children of God and heirs to his kingdom in heaven. We became, as that pious old cobbler instructed the young Jewish man, children of the king. And thus, like that old cobbler, each one of us can say that I am a son or a daughter of the king. Most of us here, if not all of us here this morning, were baptized as infants, and thus we don't remember our baptism. But what a glorious day, my dear friends, it was. For it was on that day that we became adopted children of God, sons or daughters of the King, with the right And not just the privilege, but the right to go to heaven forever. When we consider this, no wonder the old cobbler was so cheerful. While we can certainly presume that he had his trials and tribulations, Still, we are made to understand that in the midst of his daily life, he often kept before himself the thought that since his baptism so long before, he was a child of the king, and as a child of the king, an inheritor of his kingdom. What joy was thus his, What a cheerful disposition he so often strived to have. And how we too, my dear people, ought to often call to mind that we are children of the King. And thus how cheerful we ought to strive to be in the midst of doing the duties of our state in life even in the midst of trials and tribulations of which no state in life is without, how we ought to strive each day to serve God faithfully and cheerfully. No matter what happens out in that world, confident that we will be happy with Him forever if, if we persevere in living a true Christian life. And living a true Christian life means, among other things, believing all that God has revealed and His church, the Catholic Church, has taught, 
obeying God's commandments and all the moral teachings which the Catholic Church has taught, especially in regard to the virtue of purity, chastity, and the use of marriage, removing from our lives as well and our homes the impure and immodesties of the world, receiving the sacraments regularly and with a true piety and devotion and not out of a mere routine. And of course, living our lives each day in the state of sanctifying grace, loving, honoring, and serving the sacred heart of Jesus and the immaculate heart of Mary. If we persevere in striving to live a true Christian life, then we can have the utmost confidence that we who are truly sons and daughters of the King, we will one day have a special place in His eternal kingdom. God bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.